This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey. Hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome to I Love Movies with Doug Benson. I'm your host, Doug Benson. And I love movies. Uh, that was the uh, theme song by uh, Hard and Firm. And we're coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles in front of a live audience. Yay! Yay. <laughs> they do lots of great shows here at uh, UCB, so go to ucbtheater.com for more details. But don't do it now. I enjoy this show first. Um... I always like to open with a remark that's movie-related, and uh, I'm not going to name the specific movie that I'm talking about because, uh, you know, I might ruin part of the movie for someone who hasn't seen it yet. So let's just say the title rhymes with The Defarted, 
And um, all I want to say is if I were an undercover mole <clears throat> in a dangerous situation, I'd put my cell phone on vibrate. It's just something I would do. I would just figure. I would figure that out on my own. That a loud cell phone, when you're skirmying around in between some uh, packages in a warehouse, might people might notice you if you get a call. Uh, my <laughs> and that's my opening thing. Uh, my guest today. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. My guest today and I love movies uh, played my favorite point in a love triangle with Joey and Chandler on Friends. Uh, played my favorite wife of Huff on Huff, and could soon be seen as my favorite mind on Criminal Minds. In fact, she just started appearing on that show this season. Please, everybody, give a warm welcome to Paget Brewster. Hey, Paget. Hey, Doug. Thanks for dressing up for all the uh, listeners. I, I, I dress. I, dr I only dress up for listeners. Yeah, well. Not for the viewers. The, the live audience. Can't it's get not it out so of the good. thing. I know it's kind of. I'm a girl. Wow. Oh. But you're God, that you're, FBI training is paying off. Yeah, you're. 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 You shouldn't say I'm a girl <laughs> when you're. You know, just starting work on a shoot 'em up with Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> That's a, that's pretty. Must be fun to be on a set with Mandy Patinkin and have a firearm. It on is, your person. yeah, it, yeah. It's a what lot kind of fun. gun do you does your character carry? Uh, a Glock, a forty forty um, caliber nine millimeter Glock. I don't know what that means. Let's talk about movies. <laughs> Let's talk film. Paget Brewster, what have you seen lately? Have you seen anything lately? Uh. That's a no. You're busy. You're busy I've making. Seen, you're I busy making the, entertainment. Uh, yes, I'm busy. Um, I've seen a lot of television. I, unfortunately, the last movie that I saw in the theater was uh, was War of the Worlds. It's going to sound like you're setting me up, but I I have something I'd like to say about that. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I even said it on a previous podcast, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, uh, I, the, I didn't care for that movie because that movie, the message was too heavy for me. Did you get the message of War of the Worlds? Don't have kids. <laughs> because they will slow your ass down <laughs> if you need to run from an alien invasion. It's <laughs> my little joke about a movie that's a couple summers old. It is, I know. It's been I that know. long since you've gone out to gone a theater. Gone to a movie theater, yeah. Because I, what I do is I, I get Netflix... I have the five cute five in the queue. Five, five. Holy crap! Thank you. I, I feel good about it. I don't think I could handle five. I think I'd be. <laughs> I think I'd be too much for me to deal with. Are you a three? You're a, I'm three, a three banger. I'm a three, and I I had I had one for over a year before I finally said I'm not going to watch this, and I sent it back. So now I'm back in the three cycle, and yeah. it's exciting. I have Kiss Kiss Bang Bang that I haven't watched. In, I've oh, had that's a long good. Time is it good? It's really good. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. It should be called bang bang wink wink because <laughs> the whole movie is kind of like nah, it's not you know like the narrator knows it's a movie that kind of thing you know like there's like jokes that are jokes about how it's a movie oh dear but oh don't panic no i'm not really a there's fan some of good that. ones you don't like that in general i don't know no, i don't you don't like fourth wall busters yeah i only hear it you're not gonna the, do a lot of that UCB. in criminal minds <laughs> you, mandy just breaks into a song and yeah. you <laughs> You do a little dance. <laughs> and and the, like the audience at home. <laughs> Is there any... Uh, so what's, what was the most recent Netflix movie that you watched? 
Um, oh, it was. Um, oh, see, I'm useless. Uh, it, oh, take your time. We've got on. about a half hour. I got it's. It was. It, oh, I don't. I name any movie don't. that you may have. It doesn't have to be the absolute most recent one. Or truthful. Yeah, you can. Ellie Confidential. You could lie. I saw wow. Ellie Confidential. You finally got around to that one. <laughs> You're like, I'll check that out. <laughs> or we, or have you been doing research and watching crime stuff? Noir. Noir. Yeah. No, I, I honestly I don't remember the last thing I saw. Oh, okay. But I, I own True Romance. That counts for something, doesn't it? I own. Yeah. Um, I own some you movies. Kidding me? Watching James Gandolfini get smashed in the head with the top of a toilet yeah. is one of the best moments ever. And he ever. gets stabbed with a little Godzilla knife, the corkscrew she sticks in his foot, and then it's gr- she's great They lost me at the toilet thing. Oh. I stopped. I, that was too violent for me. But I drive by that Floyd. hotel. Floyd! Floyd, yeah. Yeah, there's that hotel. The Safari, the Safari Inn, Inn. Right on, uh, it's on Olive. Olive in the Valley. So every time I drive by, whoever's in the car, I don't care if it's Tarantino in the car with me, I point out that that's from the movie. <laughs> that's the hotel from True Romance. I was driving with Christian Slater one. No. Um, so are you? So you're not? You're you're uh, totally unaware of like movies that are on the horizon. Like, is there anything that you're looking forward to seeing that you've heard is coming out soon? Um, well, name something and let me see if I'm looking forward to seeing it. Babel. Don't know anything about it. That's Brad Pitt and several other actors in um, another depressing wallow. Then it doesn't sound from like the guy who did me. 21 Grams. No. I mean, no. I'm not saying it, the director did 21 Grams. There's a movie that he made called, called 21, 21 Grams. Grams, and that movie's getting a lot. It's getting a lot, people are excited about it because it's you know just another depressing like several characters and their stories sort of intertwine. Like Altman-esque? No, more like um, uh, the guy that made 21 Grams. <laughs> All right, is there another What's one? What's his name? Inaratu or something like that? I don't know what his name Inamorata? is. Inamorata? What about, what about, do you know, have you heard about Fur? Oh, oh, I think I may have. Wait, what happens in that? I bet you it's about is Diane it a, Arbus. Yeah, the photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nicole who? Kidman beat you out for that part. That whore. <laughs> <laughs> the parts she gets away from me, that skinny... I know. It's mm. ridiculous. Um, She's playing you, got, you stole Huff away from her, though. You gotta have, you've always she got auditioned, that. then they went, a boo. <laughs> <laughs> she did a thumbs down, for those of you listening. <laughs> boo and thumbs down. That is yeah. harshly critical. Oh, they hated they her. They could do one or the other. <laughs> they hit her with both. Boo, thumbs boo, down. Thumbs down. Um, but yeah, so you're but you're very much into photography, and I assume uh, yeah, it took know some of the, her work. I took some of the pictures back there. Yes, she did uh, haunting Americana. I think is the boiled it uh, boiled down uh, expression. Oh great! Now I can skip the movie. <laughs> oh wait, is that the, is that your description of fur? Fur. I mean, I love the title, so I'm in. Any any movie that's just three letters, I'm all over it. Can you name another movie with three I'm trying letters? to think of another I one right nothing. now. Was Have they ever made Hat into a movie? <laughs> 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 now, here's an, easy, here's an easier question for you. You'll probably just say True Romance again. But what are some of your favorite movies of all time? Do you have some yes. of those? Um, Brazil, Blade Runner, Excellent. Fountainhead. Let me ask you back up, back what, up, what, back what, up. What, 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 On what? the first two, director's cut or studio cut? Um, 
director's cuts. Because Brazil and well, Blade but Runner. Brazil had two director cuts. Yeah, well, they're all, they're, they both have 17 cuts. <laughs> and they have a new special edition. <laughs> a new Brazil DVD just came out. Like, didn't you think oh, you'd seen it all? Yeah, and yeah, there's, yeah. now there's and now a there's new, a fourth, new one. There's a fourth. Um, yeah, I liked um, Gilliam's, both of Gilliam. I didn't like the studio. But then that movie was on the was uh, held hostage for a year, wasn't it? And yeah, Terry yeah, Gilliam for a long time. took out a full-page ad in, um, in uh, Variety mm-hmm. or something. And Saying, said, if you don't release phone. this movie, I will make a lot of shitty movies for the rest <laughs> of my career. And he is really stuck to that. He's really... I was watching Roper and whoever's filling in for Ebert, and uh, they this new one he made, Tideland. Have you even heard of it? No. Like when a movie shows up on Roper and Ebert, Roper and Ebert, <laughs> I uh, and I've never heard of it. I'm shocked. And I was watching it recently, and uh, Tideland stars Jeff Bridges, reunited with Gilliam after their work together in The Fisher yes, King. Yes, The Fisher King. And um, it was. Uh, just mercilessly slammed. They went boo and thumbs down. Wow. Both, all their thumbs. So uh, it's not going great for him, at least according to those two guys. No. Did you see uh, Lost in La Mancha? Yes, I did. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I think there should be a movie of Terry Gilliam making every movie, and I'll see that instead of the movie he made. Yeah, that's it. He could you do know, that. That'd be he's very actually he's really good on commentaries. Yeah, he is because he tells the truth, which mm-hmm. is sometimes kind of brutal. Yeah, and he's smart I do, and I, funny, yeah. and I like him. He's great on commentaries. Yeah, so thumbs up to him. Yeah, thumbs down to some of his work. True. I didn't even see that Brothers Grimm thing that he did. Oh, you can't. Well, don't even. I've what tried twice. I tried. I tried twice. I Netflix. Netflix it twice. won't even send it to you. Mm, I get a good twenty <laughs> minutes in and I'm out. Oh, I see. I thought I you were saying start making paella. It'd be I interesting. You know how Netflix recommends stuff. It'd be fun if you asked for something and Netflix went, not for you. <laughs> not your cup of tea at all. We've been tracking you and you're not going to like it. Let's save feature. ourselves a lot of trouble. I think you're right. I think that would be a great feature. No, their recommendations are always so like, you know, it's just some actor was also in Who something also else. Like, you know, I yeah. don't want to see every Eric Stoltz movie just because I like The Fly too. <laughs> Oh, the things that come into my head. <laughs> so, okay, so your third one was The Fountainhead? Yeah, the 1949 King Vidor. Mm-hmm. I so there was only uh, one cut of that. Yes, correct. But it, but it was, uh, Anne Rand wrote the um, tele, teleplay. Right. She wrote the script. Yeah. For the, and it's, you know, it's a dogmatic uh, book. It's a great book, Fountainhead. Mm-hmm. But uh, hilarious movie. Beautifully shot. And then just it just punches you in the face over and over and over again with its, you know, man versus the masses message. Well, gee, guess what's rocketing to the top of my Netflix queue? Uh, you'll like it. All right. We'll have it. We'll do another episode of the show. And, uh, yeah. And where you'll come back and we'll talk about it. Okay, good. Because that's one of those classics that I've never seen. It's really good. Can I do one line from it? Because it's... Sure. Cause I like... There's a... Uh, it's... Um, uh, Patricia Neal and Gary Cooper and at one point the guy who's not Gary Cooper what? what? I said I haven't heard of either of them <laughs> at one point the guy who's not Gary Cooper proposes to Patricia Neal mm-hmm. and her line to him is this and it's mm, and I've used it if I ever feel the need to punish myself for some unforgivable sin I'll marry you it is awesome it's so brutal <laughs> I, I thought that Thank was you. <laughs> thought that was Catherine Hepburn well, they all sounded. They roughly all the, sounded that way that she time, didn't they? Mm, yes, mm, cigarette cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, fantastic. Let's, uh, that, that was an awesome segment. Really proud of it. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm so retarded. I have to keep my, my, my cell phone as my watch. Now. Are you texting so people? I, no, yeah, talking? I'm texting some folks. You should see this pair on this one. No, I, uh, I've been um, checking the time on my, on my uh, phone because we run a tight ship here at I Love Movies with Doug Benson. But my rack does look good. It's really, I was going to say. Uh, I'm, I, I like it. It's a new bra. Yeah. It's a great bra. Thanks. I mean, I, I doubt I would want to see it just on its own. <laughs> I like its work with you. I don't, you know, the solo stuff, I'm not that into it. It's kind of boring after a while. Once I've jerked off, I don't need to look at it anymore. Um, it's like porn. In addition to tons of TV roles and cartoon voiceovers, you were in the movie Let's Talk About Sex, Oh, baby. But let's not let's talk, talk about, about that movie. You and me. Let's talk about all the good things Ooh, and the bad things. That may be. That may be. Now, shut up. No questions from the audience. No, Julia Roberts' movie was something to talk about, which was also based on a song. So, interesting coincidence. Well, that was. She was in that. She was in that with Dennis Quaid and um, uh, some other Kevin lady. Mary Bacon, Kiara, yeah, Kyra Kira Sedgwick. Sedgwick. Kira Sedgwick. Kira. I got a great Kira Sedgwick story. Do you want to hear it? Do it. Give it's it. not really that good. Do it. When I first lived in Hollywood, she lived in the same building as me, Ooh. and uh, I had a roommate, and one time she came over to borrow something, and she knocked on the door, and I opened the door, and you know, I, you know, she was a nice enough lady or whatever, uh, so I went to give her whatever she wanted, but she had a puppy with her, a little dog, new dog, and it immediately ran into my roommate's room and took a shit on the floor. <laughs> so for my, every time I see Kira Sedgwick in anything, I think of her puppy shitting on my roommate's floor. <laughs> and how funny it is when a roommate, when you don't have dogs and your roommate comes home and there's shit on the floor. <laughs> it's just a funny moment, you know? Because I didn't clean it up. <laughs> so yeah, so that was, that was a, a, a movie you'd rather forget about. Let's talk about sex. Uh, yeah, that was my first, first movie. Yeah, and we shot it, was it in kind Florida. Of pseudo, it was, it's horrible. It's it was horrible. kind of like documentary style almost, or something. Yeah, or, you know, it was that a lot of man uh, on the street interviews, yeah, interviews cut yeah, with like your acting. Three chicks, and we're gonna make a one was an black. interview show. Yeah, and one had enormous jugs. Uh huh. And, and um, long hair. And you're perfect. And I and no, I was like the hard <laughs> ass. Oh no. And uh, and so, and no, we were trying to make a TV show, and it's so bad. It's so bad. I think but I here's saw the thing. it. The thing that happened behind the scenes that was so interesting was the father of the producer, who was sixty something, survivor from Bergen Belsen, started dating Madonna's current girlfriend. So Madonna tried to shut down production all her over town. Her current girlfriend, Guy Ritchie. No, no. That, oh, oh, sorry. Current current, at the time, at the time, she had a lady. You know, you know, Madonna's having, um, at the time we're recording this, she's having trouble getting an African baby. Well, that's because it's a shitty move, what she's doing. Yeah. Well, it's hard to get African The baby's not an too. orphan. It's got a dad and a grandmother. I tried to smuggle an uh, African baby back from Africa, and they found it because I, I put it in my shampoo bottle. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's check the time. We're doing good on well, time. Are we, are we, Here we, we go. Right? Yeah, doing great. Um, so let me ask you this. You played Binky, which I already love that the character's name is Binky. Binky Beauregard. Binky Beauregard, really? Binky Beauregard. In Man of the House. Mm-hmm. And you had, that was your voice? 
Yeah, you know? I was the I was a cheerleading coach for the um, the Texas Longhorns. And and she was uh, all real jumpy. Yeah, and high strung. Well, it sounds like it was fun fun part to play. It was. How and was, it was Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones? Jones. How He's was he? really intimidating. Yeah, did you get and lost he, uh, in his face? Uh, yeah, in a cra- <laughs> in a cragmire. Yeah, yeah. Did um, you try to rock climb his face? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that. He'll swat you away and go, "Stop it, girl," or whatever. I can't do his voice, but. But he, he was nice to me. I don't yeah. I don't know why and. Uh, um, but he scared the bejesus out of everybody, and he would he would take the script and and say, uh, yeah, "God damn, these are all TV writers. Don't know how to write a movie." And he'd throw the script on the ground and then get down on his hands and knees with a pen. We're gonna rewrite this shit right now. Page it. What would you say? How would you say it? And I'm looking at the writers, and it's my first day. I'm shaking head to toe. I guess I would. Uh, I would invert, you know, I'd say Texas in the second part of the... That's a goddamn, that's rotting. And then he... he it, was, it was terrifying, but he was, he was kind of charming and hilarious at the same time. He, he treated Harrison Ford the same way on The Fugitive. <laughs> now, would you jump into that ravine? Or... Uh, now, you've got two movies in the can, which means they're finished, not that they take place in bathrooms. Oh, wait. I think. <laughs> Name can, them. can you even remember them? I should have wrote uh, them down. It's actually four. Four? Yeah, I have a really bad Lifetime movie coming up. Okay, but that doesn't um, count. That's, that's, no? that's for TV. Oh, oh, okay. Then I only have two. Theatricals, you have two. Sorry, you're right. Movie theatrical. One is called Unaccompanied Minors uh, with a bunch of kids get stuck in an airport. Louis Black is in it, though, and Rob Oh, Portray. is that one of those Larry Clark movies? No, it's a... It's a <laughs> <laughs> No, it's uh, Paul Feig from Fe- Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared. Oh, he di- directed it? He directed it, it wrote yeah. it, too? Um, golly, did he write it? All right, it? you don't have to say. No. And then another I'll one is this psychological later. thriller called uh, either Sublime or Hospital with um, TV's uh, Tom Cavanaugh. They should call it Sublime Hospital. That, that would be good. Yeah, because they, they never are. It's about... It's <laughs> never... Nobody's ever gone, this hospital is sublime. <laughs> You know, that's, that's weird. Unless a sublime song is playing in the corridors, then they might say it. Oh, wait, oh, the, the, the guy who plays the bad guy in that mm-hmm. is um, Washington from Welcome Back, Cotter. And he's really, really scary and creepy, oh, I swear boom, to God. Oh, Boom Boom Washington? Yeah. What's his name? I can't remember uh, his name. It's three names. Jacobs, Lawrence, Hilton, Jacobs. Is that, that's, that's not what, right. Someone knows. L- Lawrence Hilton, Jacob, Lawrence Hilton? What? Lawrence Hilton, Jacobs. I don't think I don't think I think so. Right. Yeah, that's right. Wow, I'm sorry. He had I three names. You. I know that much. I apologize for he's, questioning. He's that. no Ron Palillo, but that'd be interesting. I don't know who Ron Palillo is. is the villain. Horshack. Oh, Horshack. You brought oh. up Cotter. Did you say that because this guy, all he would talk about on the set was that he used to be Washington? So no. That's, that's how you knew that? No, no, no. Everyone else said that, but I wasn't oh, allowed to watch Welcome Back Cotter growing up, so I don't know. You weren't I, allowed to? Uh, not specifically Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch any TV growing up. All right. Um, that's probably a good thing. Well, I've sought the ultimate revenge upon my parents. By being in it? Yes. So their, their other kids can't watch Criminal Minds? I'm sure there are children who can't watch Criminal Minds. Yeah, they shouldn't. Most of them. It's dirty. It's rough. It's rough stuff. On your IMDb page... Under trivia? Oh, no. <laughs> what? It's not your name, where you're born, where you're from, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I can't. Might okay. not be accurate. Uh? But then it says trivia. Yeah. And this is the trivia about you. 
friend of John Cryer. <laughs> he is a friend. But why is that trivia? That's I don't so know, weird. Like, what actor isn't friends with other actors like that? And like, that's or, a or big is that deal. the trivia? Is your only friend in this town is John Cryer? <laughs> He's my only friend. <laughs> He's the only I one. don't know. I, honestly, that showed up after well, I went with him to the Emmys. And we are friends, and they took our picture, and then I was in Star Magazine as a, you know, people were saying it looked like a date, Mm -hmm. and it looked like we were going to get hot and heavy, and uh, I was just excited to be in a tabloid, so I am, I, I, uh, but no way. I'm excited to know someone who's a friend of John Cryer. (laughs) Can't believe I'm this close to you. You should have John here. He's funny. All right. He's really, he's set it up. Yeah, okay. Let's make it happen. He's great. I can't wait to ask him about hiding out. Oh, you should ask him about Superman 3. Superman 3 with Richard Pryor and... Or no, he was in 2. I don't know. I didn't see it. Was it 4? 4. Someone in quest, the dark. Quest for something. But John was in it. And he was As so what? excited that he was, gonna, he was Lex Luthor's son. Oh. Mini, mini Lex. I can't remember. And but it yeah, didn't he go really, well. Nobody, no. It wasn't well received. No. And he knew, I think a couple days into shooting, he was like, oh. It was like... The, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be the Superman I thought it would be. I now, shouldn't tell that story. Not to attack John Cryer's whole oeuvre, but <laughs> don't you think he said, oh, a couple of days into most of his uh, No, most of I his don't. Projects? I do not. Oh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. What's that one with Jimmy Moore where he, he takes her picture and he puts it on all the cabs? I loved that movie. What was that movie? Oh, yeah. And he had mono the whole time he made that movie. That was called St. Elmo's Fire. <laughs> no, no. It was a... Uh, come on. Um, oh, no. no. Somebody, uh, <laughs> now they're guessing movies that John Cryer isn't even in. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I started a bad trend. Was he? John Cryer was not in About Last Night. I thought it was Rob Lowe and Demi Moore. I'm in About Last Night. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I'm in it. There's a scene uh, where it's like a New Year's Eve party. I was, I was an extra in it. But there's a scene where there's a New Year's Eve party, and uh, Demi Moore and Rob Lowe have an argument, and they storm out one after the other. One leaves, and then the other one leaves. So I get, like, brushed up against by both of them, and this tremendous, like, why are people running into me acting going on? Shut up! Are you serious? And it was Did just really because I got in their fucking way, you know? Like, <laughs> I was like, well, I'll be in this scene because I'll, they'll hit me as they leave, you know? And they did, and it worked. Oh, my God. I yeah. That's so worth seeing. Yeah, it's really good. Check it out. I've, that, that, I was an extra in a lot of movies, and that's the only one where every once in a while I'll get a phone call or an email saying, are you in About Last Night? Oh, wow. Because I'm right center screen. And uh, Ed Zwick, great director, uh, held on my take for a second after they breezed through. Like it's, It doesn't go by as quickly as it should. That's like the background dream. Yeah. The extra player yeah. dream. I did a similar thing in Glory, Matthew Broderick <laughs> and Denzel up. Washington. That's, you're making all both, of this up. There's both no- scraped me with their bayonets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as listeners of the show, I, I just... as Thank you. As listeners of the show know, I, uh, of which there are apparently two or three of them, I've gotten comments. One of the comments on the podcast, on one of the podcasts, said, not a fan. Was their entire comment <laughs> of me, of my guest, of movies, but uh, or of Leonard Malton? Because that's what we do at the end of the show each week. Is we played Leonard Malton game. It was invented by Brian Posehn and I, and I tried to walk you through it backstage because you weren't familiar with it. And um, basically, uh, you you go ahead and right. pick out a movie. Try to make it in the '90s or the 2000s, 
And basically what Paget is going to do is try to stump me by telling me the year the movie came out and then listing off the cast names from the bottom up. And uh, I'll try to stop her when I think I know it. And hopefully I will know it. It's a very suspenseful game. 1972. Ooh, that's not the 90s or the 2000s. But let's do this. It's a pretty Elimin- famous movie from 72? Yes, very. Actually. Okay, very you'll good. Oh, <laughs> we'll see if I know yeah, it. Yeah, I, I bet you'll get it at three. Okay. Ellen Gear. That's the last name? Last name. All right. Uh, so far, I don't know. All I know is that she was on the Waltons. And that's not a movie. Charles Tyner. Never. I know. I think I know who that is, but that doesn't help. Cyril Cusack. <laughs> That's supposed to be the giveaway name? You said I'd get it I'd get it in three? <laughs> now you're going to get it. Now you're going to get it. Okay. One more. Vivian Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Uh, Vivian Pickles is in it. Um, I believe she plays the mom on Friends, right? <laughs> I don't know. You were on it. Who's mom? Um, the only one who was there when I was there was Terry uh, Gar. Oh, right. Because she's uh, uh, the Geller mom. I think. Vivian Pickles is coming. I think so. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. Here, okay, here okay, it goes. Okay, keep going. Ruth Gordon. Oh, wait. Is there only like one name left or is there a couple more? There's one name left. Only one name left? Yeah. Is it George Siegel? No. Oh, it's... um. You can do it. Uh, uh, I know uh, it. Oh, I can't think of his name oh, now. Bud Court. Yep. Harold Maud. Nice. Uh, <laughs> well, once yeah. we got to Ruth Gordon, you're right. That narrowed it down yeah. quite a bit. It, and you didn't say a monkey, so if it was Ruth Gordon and a monkey, I'd know it's every which way of something. All right, let me do let me do one for you. Do we have time? Let's check the time. This is very professional. Yeah, we, not, we got I'm three not minutes. Get it. I'm probably not going to get it, whatever it is. Ooh. All right. But well, I'm like, I'm what excited. if I tell you the title first? And then I'll then guess the Then maybe you'll get it. I want to pick something especially for you. Okay. But we don't have that kind of time. So... This is going to be good. I'm going to pick something. Should I watch the phone <clears throat> to see what time it is? No, no, right? we're okay. good. We're good. I, the show can go over a couple minutes. Okay. It's just if someone only has a half an hour to listen to it, they'll, it'll be like a cliffhanger <laughs> if they stop. <laughs> okay, here's a fun one. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Bill Murray. Whoa, whoa, what year? That's the key. 1986. Razor's Edge. Excellent guess, but Bill Murray wouldn't have been the last name. Oh, oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were... In. Oh, it's the last name. Yeah, 1970, so, what? so we're talking cameo here. 1976? 86. 86? Mm-hmm. I can give you another name if you want. Yes, please. Christopher Guest. That makes it hard, that, I think. Uh, he's like a... He, okay, give me... All right, me John name. Candy. Well, uh, it's making, making it very confusing. How many I thought this one be, would be no, fun, no, no, but it's, it's confusing. Really rough. It's Jim Belushi, listed here as James. He was in a very serious phase, apparently. And these are all... <laughs> these are now, you might phase. start to get it now. Okay. You might start to come around. <laughs> Steve Martin. So, it's... So, we got Bill Murray, Christopher Guest, John Candy, Jim Belushi, Steve Martin, Vincent Gardenia. There's only two names left. Is it... Oh, but Steve Martin... Ellen Green. Ellen Green? Yeah. That was one of the stars and she, of this movie. In fact, she wore the same dress you're wearing right now. It's <laughs> almost as good an effect. <laughs> this bra wasn't invented in And 86. she talked like this. 
and she wanted to live somewhere that's green. Was it All in the Family, the movie? <laughs> what? I don't know what you're and doing. The, the name that should give it away, I would hope, is uh, Rick Moranis. Is it the, was the star the, but I only remember of a musical a mu- with a puppet plant that ate people. Oh, it's called, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. You're oh, great at that this. chick. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellen Green. With the long nose. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was very cute in that. She is cute. Yeah, she. But yeah. then you know, a few years later, she got murdered in the very first scene of The Professional with Natalie Portman and uh, oh, that f- big that's French an guy. That's almost perfect movie. What parts are wrong with it? Jean Reno. Yeah, Jean Reno. The dress up part where they dress up in costumes and it's oh, all cute. Yeah. The assassin and the nine year old. That's gross. Yeah, it's a little gross. The rest of that movie's flawless. Paget Brewster, everybody. Let's hear it for her. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> almost wrapping this thing up perfectly on time. If you haven't already uh, gone to, hand, well, you're already at Handheld Comedy, but uh, if you haven't signed up for the Laugh Bank, that's uh, our version of a frequent flyer program, but you don't really get anywhere. But, uh, <laughs> but check that out. And until next time, this is Doug Benson saying, spoiler alert. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in 